Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocks podcast. I am back today with my good friend, Rachel Carmen. If you missed Monday's episode, go back and listen. It was so good and so encouraging. And um, you know, it's funny because sometimes we do these episodes and we make all kinds of, you know, lists and, and checklists. Checklists are good, especially for mamas um, and dads who are figuring out this homeschool thing. Um, but this week, I feel like we're just sharing our hearts. And I love that. I love being able to just share what the Lord has done with Rachel, what he's doing with me. And um, so I hope it is just an encouragement to you. Before we get back into our conversation, I want to thank our sponsor again, CTC Math. You guys check them out, ctcmath.com. If you're looking for a great online math program, go to ctcmath.com. And I think you will really like them. And I think your kids will too, because it's fun. And the guy who teaches it has a really cool Australian accent. And that's fun for kids to listen to. So um, Rachel, welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, I'm always so glad to chat with you. I feel like we're almost sitting with a cup of coffee across from each other and bringing all of our listeners along with us. I say coffee and I really mean tea with creamer in it because (laughs) our listeners know I don't drink coffee. I don't Um, either. I just don't like it. It's Mm-mm. so thick. And I don't yeah. Know. I like tea. I had peppermint tea with my vanilla creamer this Ooh. morning. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> That's glor- That's pretty glorious. That is pretty it's glorious. So it's kind of what gets me up in the morning and uh, got my tea and my Bible and get to just sit and just bask in the word of mm. God. So yeah, it's, it's, it's so good. Um, yeah. Such good good stuff. And, and, you know, we're talking about obedience. I'm actually reading through the book of Daniel right now. And oh, wow. man, I love the book of Daniel. It's so good. There's just so much in there Yeah, and just his obedience and his resolve yes. to honor the Lord when it didn't even make sense. You know yeah. I mean? His, his life was at stake and he was like, mm-hmm. yeah, but still, but God, and I'm still going to yeah. obey God and I'm going to only worship God. Mm. And the Lord saved him. And I think we sometimes feel like Daniel, where we're like, we're, we feel like we're being thrown into the lion's den. Yeah. And, you know, are the lions going to devour us or is the Lord going to rescue us from yeah. this? And again, it's all about perspective. And Daniel had the right perspective. He did. He didn't know how it was going to end. Yeah. But he had the right perspective yeah. because yeah. he knew where the finish line was. And so, you know, yeah. at the end of, of Monday's episode, I, I talked about that. And it's so important to know what our finish line is mm-hmm. because we have to know how we're getting there. And the in-between can sometimes be blurred. Yeah. And you talked about the Israelites standing at the um, edge of the Red Sea. And that is one of my favorite stories in the Bible because yeah. for so many years, we felt like that as a family um, with getting the movie out. We just felt like, you know, we're standing at the edge of the Red Sea and we don't know how we're going to get across this. We literally have no idea. And the Lord showed me this, and I've shared this before, but it's been, I think, a really long time. The Lord showed me um, something about that years ago and that as the Israelites were standing at the edge of the Red Sea, if you think about them doing that, there, there were enough of them that if it had been just a small creek or even a, a river, you know, that that was difficult to get across, um, but they were able to get across it, they could have figured it out because there were enough of them. They could have yeah. said, we're going to stack these logs and these rocks, and we're going to figure out a way to get across yeah. this river or whatever it, body of water it was. And God did not provide them with something that was... Mm-mm able to be gotten across without him. He brought them to the edge of that Red Sea and he just said, trust me. And they had to literally stand there and wait. And can you imagine, I mean, they've got, you know, the the Egyptians chasing them on their tail. 
mm-hmm. and how terrifying that was be would would have yeah. been for them. And I think oftentimes we feel that way. We feel like there's someone mm-hmm. chasing us. There's someone on our tail yeah. because guess what? There is. There's an enemy of our soul. There's an enemy who wants to attack our family. He does not mm-hmm. want family discipleship. He does not want our fam- mm-hmm. uh, us leading our kids to Christ. He wants us to believe every lie known to man. Yep. And the Israelites could have just turned back, turned turned around. You know, it was it was fight or flight at that yeah. point. They could have turned back around and said, "Okay, fine, we'll be your slaves. We will do whatever you want us to do. Just spare our lives." Right. And instead, they trusted the Lord, mm-hmm. and they didn't have any way to get across that sea yeah. except for God. And yeah. we are often there. I, I feel like so many times in our life. Mm-hmm whether it's marriage or parenting or homeschooling or church ministry or, you know, missions mm-hmm. ministry or whatever it is, if we're doing something for the Lord, we stand on the edge of the Red Sea sometimes and we're like, God, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But I know I need to be on the other side of that sea because that's where the finish line. And I mean, obviously the finish line for them was the, the promised land. Yeah. And eventually that was going to lead to salvation through Jesus. Mm-hmm. That was the real finish line. Right. But still, it's mm-hmm. so hard. And so we sometimes we don't know what to do when things aren't clear mm. in the in-between. Mm. And yeah. so I, I, not to digress too much, but how talk about that because when everything is blurred yeah. as we're taking this journey and we, we're trying to focus our perspective, mm-hmm. I, uh, you're wearing glasses right now, Rachel. I just recently in the last year started to have to really wear glasses to read. You know, yeah. I, I just can't oh, see so stuff. It yeah. drives me nuts. I know. But only to read. Um, and so it's weird how, you know, my eyes are changing as I'm getting yeah. older. Yeah. Um, sometimes things are so blurred and I just can't see what yeah. it is that I actually need to see until I put my glasses on and look at it. Yeah. So so speak on that for a minute of, of just what do we do in the, the middle of the Red Sea when yeah. everything is a mess and muddy around us. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't even jump there for you said some really rich stuff there. I mean, that was good <laughs> stuff. You know, I mean, I think two things I want to back up just for a minute and say that sure. are so powerful because I am with you, Daniel, man. Mm. And I, you know, to me that there's a, there's a good mama praying for him. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, we don't have her name, but I'm thinking somewhere cause her, but her baby was ripped out of her arms probably yeah. and taken to Babylonia there was a mama on her face praying for her baby. And I just think he was probably young, right? But I mean, we don't get far into the book of Daniel. Daniel 1.8, it says Daniel resolved. Yeah. And so, you know, I think this whole issue of perspective, and I didn't do this early on. It came, you know, when I got to that place of I can't do this, there comes a point, right, in our pursuit of perspective. And when we, when we can't see anything, when the, the Pharaoh's to our back and the Red Sea's to our front, we have a decision. We're at that crossroads. Jeremiah talks about Jeremiah, I think it's 616, stand at the crossroads, right? We're at that point where, what are we going to do? Right. Are we going to give in to just abject fear and panic and just, uh, you know, want, you know, you read that passage about they're on the edge of the Red Sea and some of them are like, why did we come out here? We should go, we come out here to die. And, right. you know, that's what some of us are tempted to do. I mean, what are we doing? Are we doing this to mess up our kids and lose our sanity? And of course, that's not the objective. That's not why God's brought you here. It's not why yeah. God got them to the edge of the Red Sea, Right. Um, but it's that issue of resolve. What are we resolving to do, right? And I think the resolve of Daniel 
was obedience to God. And, yeah. and you know, if you want to know how to glorify God, trust and obey. Yep. Trust and obey. You know, the chief end of man is to enjoy God and glorify him forever. What does that look like practically? Trust and obey, that you trust and obey him. And so yeah. for Daniel, you see that through the entire narrative of that book. And if you know, if you want homework, I'm very famous for giving homework to my audience. Homework. <laughs> Read Daniel. Yep. Here's a young man at a young age, and Daniel resolved. And how did he walk that out? Over and over and over again. He trusted God and he obeyed God. But there's a third thing there, and you mentioned this in passing too, and I just want to make sure we don't miss this. What else did Daniel do? He trusted, he obeyed, he waited on God. Hmm. Oh, there's several different points. I think it's in chapter two when the king has this dream. I mean, there's several dreams that the king has, but there's this dream that the king has. And not only does he want an interpretation, he wants someone to tell him what the dream was. Right. So, I mean, he's like up in the ante, right? I don't just right. want you to tell me what it means. I right. want Because they could have just made up the interpretation at that point. He I know, needed to right? know. I mean, I'm just like, like oh my this goodness. This is really from some higher power. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this was like the ultimate, ultimate test of the yeah. wise man. And then when they're like, yeah, no, we can't do that. He's like, then just kill them all. Just kill them all. Right. All and the people who couldn't like, interp- tell him and interpret his dream. Right. Yeah. And so Daniel gets the word that they're all going to die, right? And he goes in and he goes, um, I love this. He basically says, can you just give me some time to wait on God? Mm-hmm. I just need some time. And then he waits on God. And all his buddies, you know, his compadres, they wait on God too. <laughs> and God reveals to Daniel the dream and the interpretation. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he trusted in God. He obeyed and went into the king and then he waited on God. But I mean, it gets even better than that. And I think it's chapter three when he goes in and tells the king the dream and the interpretation. He didn't even take credit. The king is like, whoa, whoa, you're amazing. And, And Daniel's like, yeah, no, it's not me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, so you see all of the, you see evidence. I don't know that the word perspective is used in the book of Daniel. I have to look that up. You see (laughs) evidence that this young man had the right perspective. Yeah. And he, when it was foggy, I mean, he had no, we have the book of Daniel, right? We get to know how it played out. We get to know that he gets the interpretation. We get to know that Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego get saved and rescued. We get to know that Daniel's not eaten up by a bunch of hungry lions. We know that. They didn't know that. Right. Yeah. And we've got to, when we're reading scripture, try to take off all of what we already know yeah. and be in that moment with them. He didn't know. Right. He didn't know. But he still trusted because he even said, even if, even, even if. if even yeah. if I get devoured by lions, God is still good. And God's I still, still trust him. And and that's the repeat of Shadrach, Meshach, right. and Abednego. They're like, yeah. you know what? Even if our God can save us, but even if he doesn't, yep. even if he doesn't, we're not bowing. Yeah. We're not doing that. And yeah. that's the same choice that you and I have today. Yes. It's trusting and obeying, not because we know the end. Right. And the outcome is not up to us. 
Mm-mm. We don't have to understand it. I have been over and over and over again over the last few years and even over the last few months, mm-hmm. um, I have had to be reminded by my husband and others that the outcome is not up to me. No. It doesn't matter. It's all up to the Lord and it's all going to be for his glory. I just have to obey. I just have to put one foot in front of the other and do what he's asked me to do with a joyful heart as much as I can, right? Right. And trust him for the outcome. I don't have to uh, I don't have to understand it and that's no. okay. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Remember the songs that you learned as a little child? They're still deep in your memory and on the tip of your tongue, and they'll last a lifetime. Imagine if those precious songs had taught you God's Word. Using the classical model, BibleQuest provides both a plan and ready-to-use tools like scripture memory songs, games, and activities to make lifelong teaching of the Bible easy and effective. Simply pick a few tools for the week, practice them together, and enjoy how easy and effective teaching God's Word can be. Try four weeks free at BibleQuestClassical.com forward slash rocked. That's R-O-C-K-E-D. Do you want to encourage independent learning in your students? Do you have multiple students with individual learning styles? Homeschooling is an excellent opportunity to customize your child's education. BJU Press is here to help. For each academic subject, BJU Press has created video lessons that will lead your child through each of their courses. Your child will experience thorough lesson content administered by experienced and engaging teachers who will walk your child through the assignments so they know what to expect. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com to see what courses are available for your student. We are back with Rachel. Um, in the first part of today's episode, we're talking about like, how do we proceed when, when things are just not clear to us? Mm-hmm. How do we proceed? And so we talked about, of course, trusting the Lord, right? which we do even when we have no idea how it's going to turn out. But how do we continue to just move forward in this? Yeah, you know, so just to skip to the chase a little bit, we do know how it turns out. Jesus is victorious. He yeah, defeated yeah. death. He's coming back to take us home. We yeah. do know right. the end of the story, yeah. right? And so that's what the perspective that we've got to get, the perspective yeah. we've got to pursue mm-hmm. is that. Because right. I, I don't know about you. I'm all about obedience. If you'll just tell me how it's going to work. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, can I, yeah, I'll homeschool my kids. Sure, we will go on this trip. Yeah, I'll accept this opportunity. Yes, we will do. I mean, fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many of us, how many of us love the Red Sea story or the Daniel and the Lion story or the interpret the thing story solely because we know the outcome and we're right. all about being the hero, right? Because we're like, yeah, that'd be awesome, right? To do, and I'm like, what about in that moment when you don't know? Yeah. You don't know. And I think that for me, it's a homework assignment number two. Okay. <laughs> How about we take some time to be introspective? And in, in an ideal world, I love the picture you painted earlier with your cup of tea, you and I are tea drinkers. I'm English breakfast, you're mint. Yeah. I'm half and half, you're vanilla. Sometimes I do English breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> How about a cup of tea? I like to light a candle and I'm with God's word and I love to journal. 
What if we just dared to journal about those things that we know God is asking us to do? Because I would posit, we know. I know. There are things that I know God is asking me to do. I got to deal with that, right? Mm -hmm. And I got to figure out, what, is this a willful thing? I just don't want to. Right. I mean, is this a, I will if you tell me? Right. Because, and and it's easy to say, oh, I don't have any of that going on. Okay, girlfriend. All right. (laughs) What if you actually dared to ask God if he would reveal to you in in your heart, in your time with him, those issues of obedience and trust that you are ignoring, that you are overlooking, that you are creatively, you know, just putting in a box somewhere and just not you know, just putting off, procrastinating with, because God really wants us to trust and obey him. And he's not asking for us to do an Isaac, right? Yeah. Probably. It's incremental. And if if you've been on this journey for a while and you're like, daggummit, the thing he's asking me to do now is so much more serious than the thing he did last week. I'm like, Yeah. yeah, it is. Because God is never satisfied with us where we were last week or last right. year. Because his his whole objective is that we're transformed, that we're changed. But yeah. it's all about that perspective. It's all about that resolve that Daniel shows us, right? right. And then that trust, that obey, obedience, that waiting on him. So how about some women examples? We need some women in here somewhere. Yeah. So I let's throw some in. Let's talk about Ruth. You know, when she is... Tending to her mother-in-law, who is probably suffering from some depression, right? Because her her husband's yeah. died, her two sons have died. She's lonely. She's not thinking clearly right. And Naomi ministers to her. But it's not because she knew that there was a Boaz. It's not because she knew there was an Obed. She was trusting and obeying what yeah. she knew, right? Yeah. Esther, you know, Mordecai comes yeah. and says, you got to do something. Who knows right. that you were born and ascended to the throne for such a time as this? And she's like, ah, just, I'm, I'm not feeling it. And he's like, look, God is going to save his people. Right. God is going to do something. And then she says, gather the Jews and fast and pray and I mm-hmm. will go in. I mean, but she didn't know. Right. I mean, this is the same guy. Yeah, she said, if I, if I die, I die. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And and there's all indications that she was prepared to do that. I mean, this was the king yeah. who had sent out the last queen, Vashti, right? right. He had exiled her. So, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have been out of character if he had done the same thing to Esther. Yeah, right? If he had been in a bad mood that day. Exactly. And, and she, out his golden scepter. <laughs> yes. And I think she says it had been a long time since he had called her like 30 days or a hundred days. I mean, she hadn't seen the King for a long time. It's an interesting little phrase, more homework um, (laughs) in there. So, and these people didn't know how about Mary, an angel comes to Mary, a young woman and invites her to be a part of what he's going to do to save mankind and humanity. And she has a really good question. Um, never been with a man. How's this going to happen? Right. And he answers her question. And then she says, may it be unto me according to your word. Mm-hmm. She, had, she had no idea yeah. what she was signing on to. No idea. But God was doing what? Inviting her to trust and obey. He was calling her higher. He was inviting her to get perspective 
And this is what we need to unpack next time. So perspective on who he is and his promises. That's what he's inviting us to do. Yeah. Love it. Well, that's a great way to tie this up because we are out of time. Um, Thank you again for being with us today. You guys can learn more about Rachel at rachelcarmen.com. We'll put that link in the show notes. Um, Man, this is such an encouraging conversation. I'm so excited to be talking about this and I need this encouragement right now. Um, Another way to get great encouragement in addition to the podcast and in addition to Homeschool Insights, our other new podcast, um, is to watch the movie Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution. You guys, Rachel's in it. Um, and so many other great cast members, God was so faithful to bring just an incredible cast and an incredible message through this film that let me just tell you guys, this family, the Hampton family, my husband and I, and our two daughters who are the most ill-equipped people to make a documentary on homeschooling through the grace of God, we were able to get this movie done and get it out and into people's hands. And the responses that we're getting from people are, um, overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly humbling. Mm. Um, And all we can do is continue to say, it's not us. It wasn't us. We didn't do this movie. We just said, yes, we were willing to use the gifts that God had given us to make this film, but we didn't do this on our own. We just said, yes, Lord. Okay, fine. Use us. We will do what you want us to do. And out of it came this movie that is literally changing lives, changing families, and to God be all the glory for that. So Mm -hmm. if you have not yet seen the movie, I'm so surprised. Always when I hear, you know, how many people have watched it and then so many people who have not yet seen it. And I'm like, oh, you've got to see it. So you can find the movie um, two ways. You can stream it through our website, schoolhouserocked.com. Um, or you could go to schoolhouserock.com and you can purchase the DVD through our website as well. So we've got DVD and streaming, however you want to purchase it or rent it. You can rent it for streaming as well. Um, watch the movie, invite your friends over, have a watch party. We still have tons of people having watch parties in their homes, at their churches, um, at conferences all over the place. We are actually, um, I say we, my girls and I are going to be in California on August 5th. And we're going to be showing the movie in Palmdale, California at um, Faith Community Church. And so we've been sending out information on um, on that event in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed to our newsletter, you can do that on the website as well. But if you are anywhere in the Los Angeles area within driving distance to Palmdale, come and meet us. Come and watch the movie. It's a free event. There's going to be lots of encouragement and dessert, and it's going to be a really exciting event. We would love to meet you. Um, but if you can't be there, again rent it, watch it, buy it on DVD and bring your friends together and be encouraged. It's a have great, a great movie. Yeah. It's, you're just saying that because you're in it, Rachel. No, you <laughs> I'm did a great kidding. job. I'm totally kidding. Glorious. Yeah. I'm totally kidding. Um, but thank you guys for being with us today. We will be back with you tomorrow. And until then, have a great afternoon. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.